Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So starting out, like we always do, there's lots of great information that we've got today for you today, but letting you know kind of what the stats are in regards to what's going on. And basically, um, you know, last the last week when I reported the stats, there were only 217 homes, which of course that was Thanksgiving week. So we knew that that was why it was so low, but there were 456 homes that sold last week and the median price is at 416.5. So the week before that, with that lower number, they were right around 400, but they've kind of been varying, you know, week to week between 400 and up to like four and a quarter. So 416.5, you know, if we looked at a month or so, is probably going to be pretty close to where it, it actually is. The inventory actually decreased by 54, and so now it's sitting at 5,233. So uh, the 456 was at the end of the month. So when you're looking at that, there's going to be, um, you know, a few more at that point in time. And then obviously the people that weren't able to close, you know, before Thanksgiving. And I was speaking to one buyer earlier this week and, you know, their budget is two and a quarter. So they were wondering if they could, you know, buy a home in Central Florida. And basically of the 456 that sold last week, 60 of them were under 250000 and so any of you that are in that budget, you know, there are properties out there. It might not be the exact neighborhood that you want. It might not be in the right condition that you're looking for, but it comes down to really trying to, you know, make the best of, of all worlds in regards to what you're looking for. You might have to go out a little bit further on the fringes of some of these counties. I mean, maybe you're in Deltona Lakes or something like that. I know that they had some pretty nice houses that were all fixed up and ready to go, new roofs, new AC and all that kind of stuff that were in that price point. So it might not be in your dream neighborhood in regards to what you could do. You might have a little bit more commute time or something like that, that you might have to, to sacrifice in order to do that. But, um, in the same range, um, you know, you are able to get a house under two hundred and fifty thousand in this area. Then between two fifty and three hundred, there were another forty three houses that sold. Between three hundred and four hundred, there were one hundred and eight. Between four hundred and five hundred, there were ninety five. Between five hundred and a million, there were one twenty seven. And over a million, there were 23. So we're kind of spread all out, as you know. The months of inventory right now is sitting at 2.65. A normal market is between four and six. And the only price range that's in that range is over a million, and they're at 4.79. Under 250, like I was talking about, they're at 1.27, 1.79 for the 250 to 300. And then the rest of them are in the twos or lowest threes, the 300 to actually a million. So that's kind of, you know, they're pretty close to that 2.65 in regards to what's going on there. The amount that the houses are selling um, uh, to the asking price, they're at on average at 96.52%. And under 250, it's at 94.83%. 
they're all in the 97s and 98s up to um, million. And then again, at the million, they sold at 93.08% of asking. So if you're on the high end or the low end, you've got a little bit more wiggle room in regards to what you're going to put your offer in on and all of that. And so that's um, the good news in regards to what's going on in regards to houses. And I'm going to get to condos here in a second. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So looking at condos, townhomes, and villas, there were actually 154 of them that sold last week. Um, It was 101 the week prior. And the median price of condos, townhomes, and villas is actually at two fifty two five. So that's kind of where they're hovering. They're hovering kind of between two fifty two seventy five is kind of where they're at. And their inventory did um, very similar things to what the single family homes did. They went down by a whopping thirteen, and now they're at sixteen twenty three. So um, they're also um, the months of inventory is two point four three versus two point six five on the single family homes. The, um, you know, the number of properties that are available under 250, there's, or that sold, I'm sorry, the um, number of properties that sold um, under 250 were 72 of the 154, 28 between 250 and 3, 300 to 400 is 29, 400 to 500 is 15, 500 to a million is 9, and over a million is 1. And I think that these numbers are important if you're looking at a condo, you know, just knowing kind of what's selling out there and everything. Um, I Everybody has different goals when they're coming to looking at what they want to do in regards to their particular um needs and everything. And I always ask people or want to know, you know, it's like if the worst thing happened and you had to sell, you know, how likely would it be for you to sell your property? And some people that's very important to, and some people it's not. And so I think that, you know, it's like you have to just gauge that based on what you're comfortable with as regards to, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, you know, in regards to what you live, but you know, what your goals are and people that are more, um, you know, conservative and, and that kind of stuff. I mean, they're always looking for if the worst fell, if the worst thing happened and I had to move out of state, you know, how easy would it be to sell? And you can see that in every price point properties sell, but as you get into that higher level, you know, less people can afford it. And so as a result of it, you don't have as many, you know, sales up there in that price range, but there are still sales. So that's the important thing. When you're looking at the condos, townhomes, and villas, and looking at the percent of asking price, they're at 97.64. And the houses were at 96.52. So it's a little bit closer when it comes to the condos, townhomes, and villas. The big difference probably is under that 250. And the single-family homes, they were at 94.83. And in the condo townhomes and villas, they're at 97.10.2. And the the one that was over a million sold at 100% of asking in the condos versus the houses were at 93.08. And the other ones are just kind of almost mirror exactly um, what the single-family homes were, about 97, 98% of asking price. So that's kind of... um, 
you know, what's going on in the stats and everything. And one thing that I found um, that was a, there was a recent article in the Wall Street Journal, and it was talking about home sales to investors. And it said that it's that it fell 30%. And I know that we have seen um, this happen in Central Florida, that there aren't as many cash companies that put it that way that are making offers on homes right away and that's partially what's caused you know some of the less sales that are going on the 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 amount of houses going on the market are the same but there's a few less houses being sold and part of it are these cash buyers aren't buying as many right now and then the second thing is is that the interest rates are also inhibiting what people are looking for but one of the things that I found really interesting about this is that um, basically um, the the companies bought around 66,000 homes in 40 markets uh, in the in the second in the third quarter. I'm sorry, in the third quarter, and it was almost 100,000. It was 94,000 the quarter before that. So. Um, the, the important thing that I think to know is basically that there are a lot of institutional investors and everything that are out there that are looking at real estate as being a really good investment. And so I always go, well, if it's good for them, it might be good for you too. So it's something to consider. So anyway, um, in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, um... Basically, you know, I was I was ending the last segment talking a little bit about the investors and basically what they're doing. And these are the institutional investors that I'm talking about right now. And basically, in the first quarter of 22, 2022, investors accounted for one in every five homes purchased nationally. So that's an astounding figure, really. Um, 20% of all of the homes that are, have been sold in the first quarter of 2022 um, were bought by institutional investors. So what they're doing is they're buying these and then they're either flipping them or they're um, renting them out. And so, you know, to a certain extent, it it's kind of good for the homeowner. Um, it depends on who's buying it and what they're doing with it, obviously. But you know, if they're kind of coming through and and maybe fixing it up a little bit and then selling it and doing it that way, I think that there are definite advantages for the homeowners that a lot of times you don't have to have a lot of people coming through your house, that they're going to do it, they're going to, you know, make a little bit of money on it. But it's a total convenience factor for you as the homeowner that they're doing that. Um, basically, you know, that contributes obviously to the median price going up because if all the houses are in tip-top shape then that's obviously going to you know create more of a demand for more money and that kind of thing too but basically um you know the the institutional investors definitely are out there to stay i mean they've cut back a little bit but um for example it's talking about this one company in this article that says that they have nearly three billion to tap into and buy property in the next year. 
So um, that's just one company, one hedge fund or whatever, that one investor that's going to do it. So basically, you know, when it comes down to it, um, there are a lot of there is a lot of competition when it comes out there, but right now it's not there. And that's where I know that there's a lot of buyers out there that had what we call buyer fatigue, that they got tired of putting in offers and and that kind of thing Um, because there was so much competition. They were competing against cash offers and that, and it wasn't a fun situation to do it. I mean, they would, uh, uh, for a lot of people, it wasn't a fun situation because they didn't get the house that they wanted. And I know that we didn't have very many buyers in that position, but we had a lot of sellers that we were working with that basically, um, you know, they got multiple offers on their house and we would get 15, 20, you know, offers or more on a particular property. And there was only one person that could get that house. So there were a lot of people that were disappointed when that happened. And so that's why there was so much that everything was going above asking and all of that kind of stuff, because people were trying to compete against other buyers and stuff in the that were going on. Now, even though we don't have a normal amount of inventory, it is kind of a normal market from the standpoint of a buyer standpoint that you do have some choices and that you don't have to make a decision in the first hour that a property comes on the market, which did happen, you know, several months ago and everything. But um, basically, there are a lot of institutional investors out there. And when it comes down to it, um, though, this one article that I read, which I thought was really interesting, is that the Department of um, um, the HUD Department, they found uh, they did a survey that found that there are a lot of small investors that actually own properties out there. They um, the U.S. has approximately forty nine point five million rental units out there. And 46% of them are in buildings with four units and less. And of those, mom and pop investors own 70%. So one out of three units nationwide is owned by in, by investors, um, basically, and 70% of them are the mom and pop ones. So we were talking, you know, just a couple of minutes ago about the big investors, but basically the mom and pop investors and everything, um, there's lots of opportunity and everything out there for you if that's what you want to do. And um, about 86% of all rental properties contain only one unit. So that would be like a single family home, or maybe you own a condo or something like that, or a townhouse, and you're renting that out. I know there's a lot of people that I've spoken to that their first house that they bought, they um, decided to move to somewhere else. Maybe they needed something bigger or smaller. Regardless, it's a lifestyle change, and that's what's important to them. So when they did that, um, they just held on to their original property and rented that out. And so that was the way they started building their um, their portfolio. And I think that's a great way to go. And we've got a lot of other, you know, great ways that we think will help help you as well. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, 
Looking at the individual mom and pop um, investor that this HUD story, you know, came out with and everything, that um, 70% of the rental properties are owned by the mom and pops. And um, so that's 38% of the individual rental units. About 22% of small rental properties, one to four, are managed professionally. Why 84% of the properties with 150 more are Rent are managed professionally, obviously. The median monthly rental receipt per rental unit in 2021 was a thousand, and three years earlier it was only 750. The median monthly operating expense, not including debt service, was 380 per rental unit. So basically, what this is showing that if they're if you're getting a thousand dollars in rent, that your expenses were 380 dollars. So that's a pretty good you know, amount that you're keeping. And so it all does come down to the ROI. I was working with somebody earlier this week, and there was actually a duplex that they were looking at purchasing. One of the units definitely needed some work because there was some hurricane damage and that kind of thing to it. The other unit, um, you know, is rented and, and not a problem. And both of them were going to be bringing in um, a thousand fifty, you know, for that uh, for that duplex each side of it, and basically what it comes down to it is, um, you know, the purchase price on that was probably going to be all in about one hundred and fifty thousand. So, you know, when you're looking at taxes and insurance and everything like that, it came out to a really nice ROI. Um, you know, for an investor, if you wanted to do it, but as a first time buyer, which this person was, they were looking at it that their um, side that that if they didn't rent out the other side, and they just lived in it, that their housing expenses would be somewhere in the neighborhood of five or 600. So it was actually a really good deal for them, because they would have, um, you know, a situation where they can't find rent for anywhere near that, they would be building equity and have somebody else, you know, help pay for it. So there's all kinds of different, you know, situations and scenarios and everything that works for people when it comes down to, um, you know, owning property, whether you're going to live in it or not. And um, basically, you know, um, 41% of the people that own property had a mortgage or similar debt and um, all of that kind of stuff. So I think that when you're doing that and somebody else is paying your mortgage, then that can actually be a win-win situation. And so you just have to look at it and think about, you know, as a homeowner, as a landlord, you know, is that something that you want to do? What's involved in it? How much risk do you have? Um, you know, and are you risk adverse or whatever? And, you know, there's uh, one lady that I know that I've worked with, you know, over the years and, She's, you know, she's starting to divest a little bit of her property, but she told me, she said, you know, you never can go wrong with dirt when you know that you own that piece of property and it's an investment. You can drive by it anytime. You can see it. You can't go wrong with it. And so, um, it's a good philosophy to have and it's a great thing. So if there's some, if that's something that's of interest to you, you know, we can certainly help you. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, when, um, you know, I was talking about getting being an investor, if that's something that is of interest to you, it's a great way to build wealth. And I know I've mentioned it before, but, um, you know, one of the people that I'm working with, you know, their plan is, is that, that over the next 30 years from when they started buying houses is they want to buy a house a year. And so they're able to do that. And some of them they've got loans on and some of them they don't. But um, because they're paid off or they've been able to use the proceeds that they've gotten from other properties that they've had to, to buy new ones for cash and everything. But basically their plan was is to buy a house a year for 30 years. And then they figured at, when the 30 years hit that they would be about in the retirement age. And then they would have the opportunity if they wanted to, to sell one of those homes over the next 30 years. And so that would give them, a, you know, a lot of money um, income wise and all of that kind of stuff, because those houses would have been paid off and they were, um, you know, something that made them money as the time was going on. It was a good investment, but it was a good retirement program and everything as well. So they had, plenty of opportunity to, you know, sell those houses and, and, um, you know, reap the rewards and everything of that. So basically, when it came down to it, um, that's basically, you know, where they were at, in regards to doing it. So I think that there's, there's a lot of opportunity out there for people. And when you're, you're looking at it, and it comes down to it, the most important thing that I found when it comes to actually managing the properties and all that kind of stuff, is that it comes down to really making sure that the tenant that you put in there, that you've well vetted them, that you've got comfortable, that you feel comfortable about that. And um, I had one investor that he honestly didn't care about that. Um, He was buying, you know, the cheapest properties that he could find. And he would allow people to move in there. He wouldn't have any leases or anything like that. And what, but what he did is he told the people that if you would pay him Um, on time that he would give you a $100 discount on the rent. And if you paid late, then you had a penalty. So what he found is, is that everybody wanted to get that discount. And so he never had any trouble with any of the tenants or anything like that, because they always did what they needed to do to find the money to so that they got that discount. And that's what, um, you know, his business plan was. Now he was buying a lot of mobile homes with land and that kind of thing. And um, they were kind of far out there in the um, middle of nowhere, if you will, and that kind of stuff, because he was paying, you know, 20 or 30,000 for a trailer. And by the end of the year, it had already been paid off. So that was a good plan as well. So that's not for everybody. But there are certain situations that are going to work for everybody, depending on where you're comfortable and what you want. But, you know, when you are buying a traditional house, you know, going through and doing all of the appropriate credit checks and everything are basically what we found that makes, you know, for a good tenant, you know, finding out what their past rental history has been and that kind of stuff. Just like when you're hiring somebody for a job, you're going to look into the references when you're putting somebody into a property that you own, you're going to look at their references and that kind of stuff too. So there's not any discrimination or anything like that, that you can do. But basically when it comes down to the ability to pay, then that's really what you're, 
you know, looking to do and what you want to make sure that you've got under control. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So switching gears a little bit here, um, the FHA has just announced their 2023 loan floors um, and ceilings and everything that they're doing. So for single family homes now, the um, loan amount is at $472,030. And I believe that's, I was trying to find out what it is exactly in our area, but that's the, you know, kind of the lowest. So I'm sure that that would that that would be what we would have here. These vary based on what's going on in the market. So if the market price goes up and the median price goes up, then the amount that they're willing to lend goes up, you know, the FHA. And if it goes down, then the loan limits go down as well. So um, right now, that's what it's going to be for 2023. So that's always good. I think if you're getting a uh, um, if you're getting up to four units, FHA will loan on that. And um, basically, um, the floor is um, 907000 for four units. So, you know, that's not bad either. So if you are looking at buying like a fourplex or something like that, and you're going to live in one, then you could rent out the other three. And like we talked about that other, um, you know, investing in that kind of stuff would be something that you could do on that as well. So um, basically, if it's three units, they'll loan seven thirty five twenty five, and two units is six hundred four four hundred. So basically, in looking at that, I think that that's just really important to know, um, you know, what's available out there. Um, I guess we we're not away from the investing yet for today's show, but basically, that's another thing that you might want to look at. And FHA are basically for a house that you're going to live in, you can only have one FHA loan at a time. So if you have an FHA loan, FHA loan on a house that you're in now, then you would definitely have to sell that before you could get another FHA loan. So there's a few regulations and that kind of stuff that come along with it. But the good news is, is that it's out there. Um, FHA usually does allow a lower credit score than conventional. So that's a reason why some people will go with it. It's three and a half percent down, you know, for a single family home. And I'm not sure exactly what it is on the four units. I'd have to do a little bit more research on that. But not being a lender, I don't exactly know that. But I know for a single family home, it's three and a half percent. So, um, the other uh, thing that I found today that I thought was uh, a nice thing that it, so it was talking about adding an in-law suite to your current home, is that going to pay off? Um, you know, first of all, you have to find out if it's legal in your area, if that's something that you can do. I know in certain areas, there's a lot of places that have built like an in-law suite over a garage apartment, or they've, you know, added second entrance or whatever in different places and, and added it onto your current home. And I know in all the counties, they have different regulations in regards to the size that it can be, and it has to run on the same um, electric meter a lot of times that the main house does and that kind of thing. So when you're looking at it, there's a lot of things to consider 
when you're going ahead and doing that. But um, basically, it could increase your property value by adding rental income or extra living space for a family member. And um, but it might be an expensive um, thing that you have to do. And it might be something that you're not interested in. But basically, um, you know, cost and acceptance vary widely. And basically, um, most of the time around here, it's going to cost a minimum of 50000 but um, probably up to 150 is where it might make sense. Um, most of the, the things that I've seen around here are right around 100 if somebody has done that. And they're kind of like a swimming pool. So it's something that people either want or don't want. I know that we do get a lot of requests for houses that are like this, that do have that extra space so that someone has their own living area, kitchen and everything, but they're right outside of the house. So it's like if it's a, you know, parent or um, a child that's, um, you know, an adult basically, and they're out of the house, but not out of the house. And so, um, you know, that's for family members. And then some people do rent them out. I know that there's a lot of people that have second homes, that they have that in-law suite, and they rent out that in-law suite. So somebody kind of caretakes the property. So there's a lot of things that can be done and looked at in regards to, um, you know, what you want to do if you want to add that on. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So we have our free report that I want to offer today, and it's 10 questions to ask before you hire an agent. In order to get this report, all you have to do is call 833-535-8081, extension 1006. Again, you don't have to talk to anyone. You could just leave your address or email address and we'll get it right off to you. So again, it's 10 questions to ask before you hire an agent. And the number to call is 833-535-8081, extension 1006. And of course, I know I'm not going to get to everything on the report today, but we'll get through some of it. And so um, I'll give you that number one more time when I get done with this. But basically, it is critical that you make the right decision about who's going to handle one of the single largest financial investments that you're ever going to make, whether you're buying or selling. And so, you know, an agent can either cost or save you thousands of dollars. And, you, you know, I know that the, the, the fallacy is, I think, that what most people think is that if you have an agent, that the main thing that they're going to do is just put it in the MLS and call it a day or find something in the MLS or you're going to find something and they're going to open up the door or whatever. And you don't really know the value of a real estate agent. And 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 there are a lot of real estate agents out there. So then it becomes, you know, having someone that's more experienced or having someone that's a friend or a relative that might sell one or two houses a year. And so they don't really know all the ins and outs of everything that could happen just because they don't have that experience level. You know, um, 
It's like in that book, um, Outliers, I think, by Malcolm Gladwell, where he talks about that, you know, in in that book, he says it takes 10,000 hours of doing anything to be a professional. And so if you've got somebody that you're working with that basically sells one or two houses a year, they're not going to have the same professionalism as somebody that sells hundreds of houses, you know, in a year. And so really, it, it is important, you know, who you work with and, and knowing that that what they're doing and all of that kind of stuff because like I said they can cost or save you thousands of dollars and that's really the purpose of you know what we are it's not just about um, you know doing what you think that we do it's all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes to really make the deal work and that's what's um, really important so the first question that you might want to ask a real estate agent is what makes you different and why should I why should I put my home with you? Why should I sell my home with you? And basically, you know, it's, it's like, it, it really comes down to that there are a lot of options and everything out there when it comes to real estate agents. So you really need to know, you know, what people are going to do and what does make them different for the amount of money that you're going to be paying them. And I think that that, that sometimes, you know, it's like when people come in and they, they're just saying, Hey, how much are you going to charge me to do it? The bottom line is that, that they're really not comparing apples to apples because if you're looking at cars, for example, and you're looking at, you know, the cheapest car that you can find that's used, that's got like 200,000 miles on it versus, you know, looking at a brand new, um, you know, high-end car, you know, sports car or something like that, you know, there's a huge difference in the value of those cars. And so you really need to know, um, you know, what makes that person different or what are they actually going to do for you to garner that money. And I know that there's a lot of times, you know, and I've had the, the questions myself, you know, well, how much do you charge? Well, my fees are negotiable, you know, first of all, so that's how that works. But basically, it's not about the fee. And sometimes it comes down to, you know, that that the bottom line is, is that how much more money is going to end up in your pocket by using that particular person and everything. So, the amount of money I might make might be a little bit more than what somebody else is making. But if it's going to put an extra 10000 in your pocket after it's all said and done than that other person did, then it would make sense to pay me a little bit more and put more money in your pocket. So you have to make sure that you're looking at apples to apples. And so um, that question that says, what makes you different and why should I... Um, use you as my realtor is the first question on here that really gives you a really good idea in regards to, you know, figuring out, you know, what to do. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to reach us, you can call 407 566 2555. That's 407-566-2555. So again, our free report that I was talking about was 10 questions to ask before you hire an agent. And you don't have to talk to anybody. There's no obligation. All you have to do is leave your email address or your address. And you call this number 833-535-8081 extension 1006. 
Again, that's 833-535-8081, extension 1006. So basically, um, you know, when you're you're looking at that, I just got to the first question of the 10, and that's basically what makes you different and why should I use you as my realtor? So I think that, that basically that was the number one question, and then there's nine others that are on this report you know, ranging from the question of what's your company's track record and reputation in the marketplace, and then it goes on and on and on And in regards to asking questions. So you can actually ask an intelligent question when you're doing it. So now um, we've gotten to the point in the show where I'm going to be talking about the um, house of the week. And the one that we have here is actually a beautiful house. It's a one-story house in Winter Garden. It's actually in Twin Waters at the Sanctuary. And it is a four-bedroom, three-bath home, one-story, like I mentioned, um, immaculate. It was just built in 2020, so it's just a couple of years old. And the owners are actually um, moving out of state, and so that's the reason that they're selling. Um, Long-term Florida residents and everything, but now they're moving back to be closer to their parents because they're taking care of them. And so um, this, you know, it really is an an immaculate house. It's an awesome house. It's a four bedroom, three bath, like I mentioned. Um, It was built in 2020, high ceilings, definitely has a den on top of that. Um, It's over um, 2,500 square feet. And, um, and and it's got a really nice backyard. The community that it's in um, basically has a community pool and all of that kind of stuff. So this house doesn't have that, um, but it does have um, all of the the updates and everything that you would want in order to to make things happen for a family. So it's a very open floor plan. It actually feels bigger than the 2,500 square feet, but um, it does have plenty of space for a family to to um, multi-generations even to have their own spot and everything like that. So this house is actually um, listed in the neighborhood of about 7,000 is based 700,000. <laughs> apologize there. Um, 7,000. We'd have a lot of people that would be jumping up and down for it, obviously. But um, basically, you know, when you're looking at it, it's got tile throughout, um, doesn't have any carpet or anything like that. It's, it's an, like I said, this is a very meticulous owner. Everything is in perfect condition, move in ready and all of that. So um, if you're interested, just give us a call and we'll be more than happy to help you out with that. And um, basically, you know, I, it, you know, I've got um, just a little bit of about a minute left. So I'll go back to my free report here and go through another one of those questions that we have. And basically that it goes into, you know, who controls the advertising and what do you do on the house? And most of the time, or not most of the time, I shouldn't say that, but many times, you know, just putting it on the market is basically where it ends. And that's not something that you want for your house because you want to get maximum dollar or maximum exposure or whatever to make sure that everything works the way that you want it to. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.